0: Today, we are beginning our Christmas series that will culminate in our Light the Night Christmas Eve service. Um, I'll tell you a little bit more about that in a moment. But I want to just say to you from the bottom of my heart, Merry COVID Christmas, and I mean that in the most profound, life-changing way, to say that we are going to begin the series with an overview today of some profound Old Testament prophecies that hundreds of years before the birth of Christ laid the, the description of our own present darkness and a light that was to come. And then in the New Testament, in the birth of Christ, all of these Old Testament prophecies were fulfilled. It is an amazing story. It is a relevant story. It is a life-changing story. And I am just so grateful this Christmas season to be able to do this series with you called "Leading the Dark and Lighting the Night. I just want to say as we begin that I am so proud of of you, this Thanksgiving and Christmas season for all that you are doing to to light the night and and to be the difference in our world. Um, With our Thanksgiving, um, you know, celebration and, and, and feeding of people in our community We fed some 2,200 people uh, in a way that was significant and beautiful and graceful. You guys have already adopted 225 children for God's heart. Now, we have 130 left, um, and and you're going to hear more about that and have heard more about it. But all of these things are about letting Christmas truly come home in our lives and, and letting the light come on inside of us. Centuries before Christ was born, the prophets described the problems in our world and the source of our own personal pain as being catastrophic darkness, a spiritual darkness covering the face of the earth and everyone who lives on it. They also prophesied a solution to this catastrophe, in the birth of a new light in the world, the birth of God's own Son, who was the light of the world. And Jesus declared this grown-up light in John eight twelve, I am the light of the world. And whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. And so there is this movement of God to answer darkness with a birth of light and a invitation to respond to this birth with a life-changing move, whoever follows me, not admires me, not learns about me, not not attends church in my name, but whoever in a whole life way, uh, you know, follows me, this person is going to conquer the dark and and be the light in the world. So the title of the series is Leave the Dark and Light the Night. And lighting the night, again, is exactly what we're going to do December 23rd, this COVID season, this season when so many things have been so hard, and it's so hard for us to ever gather together. Well, we're going to meet outside uh, December 23rd at 7 and December 24th at 4.30 and 6. And and it's going to be much, much safer. We're going to be able to, to gather outside, and we're going to literally light the night physically with light and spiritually with the light of Jesus. And I'm so looking forward to that. But the truth is, before we can light the night, we have to leave the dark. And before we can leave the dark, we have to see the dark. And so, if I were going to rename this series, I would name it this. um, The the, the three things that I'm going to actually ask you to do today. To see the dark, to leave the dark, your dark, and then to light the night. So let me lay the foundation for this series and and for what I feel God calling me to share with you today. I think we'd all agree that we live physically on an earth that has both light and darkness. It's, It's a contentious season, but I think we could all agree on that. Far more reaching and more controversial and more personal is the claim that we live in on an earth that in the spiritual realm has only darkness this is a huge biblical concept and you may not agree with the bible but but if you want to know what it is you're disagreeing with and understand the bible then you need to understand that the bible paints a picture of a world plunged into a life-destroying darkness, and a darkness that, that is, is not external, it is internal. It is a darkness that we can feel, that, that is pain. It is the source of, of separation from God and one another. This darkness is a darkness that is ink, that, that doesn't merely stain our skin, but stains our souls. So here's how the prophets of old spoke of the need for and the response to Christmas. Isaiah 60 says this, Arise and shine, be light, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. See, darkness covers the earth, and thick darkness is over all the people. The Lord rises upon you, and his glory appears over you. This is why Christmas matters. Because you and I live in a world that is, that is dying in the dark. We live in a world in which we are suffocating in this darkness. And now because of the, the love of God in Christ, we can arise. We can shine. Because our light in Christ has come. You're not hopeless this COVID season. You're not helpless. You're not alone. You're not abandoned. You have the light of Christ, the glory of God, literally shining down upon you in your context, your circumstances, your pain, your aloneness, the light of Christ like the Bethlehem star is shining into your life. Because the Lord arises and his glory is over you. Isaiah nine two says the same thing in this way: the people, you and I, walking in darkness, and just again, we're going to unpack that phrase in the weeks to come. But but uh, you know, shins have been described as furniture finders in the dark, and. And, and so you think about walking through life in the dark. It means you're going to run into things. It means you're going to trip. It means you're going to be broken. It means you're going to run into other people and hurt them. It, it is not the way we were designed to live. And the people walking in darkness have seen a great light and over those living in the land of deep darkness and this word for deep darkness in hebrew is an amazing nuanced word and and its first definition really is death shadows so that's the claim of the prophets of the old testament it's the message of the new testament that this world that that we live in that that in one sense we try to make a home in and find our happiness in and in another sense this world in which we are alienated from God and from ourselves and others, and we feel the darkness, this world is a world that is plunged into death shadows. Now the scripture says, in the land of death shadows, deep darkness, a light shines over them. And here's how the birth of Christ is the first birth of any hope in this lightless world. In Luke chapter two, verse nine, the scripture says, and an angel of the Lord appeared to them and the glory of the Lord shone around them and they were terrified. So here are the shepherds keeping watch over their flocks at night. And here are you and I living our lives and and raising our children and and dealing with our issues and and trying to make our way financially and, and, and dealing with our pain and our trauma and. And a revelation has occurred. And the glory of the Lord has shone around us. There is a new light born into the world. And many of us are terrified to leave the comfortable familiarity of our own darkness and of our own opinions and of our own arrogance and of our own hopelessness and enter into the light that we've been called into. The light of a star over the birth of a baby in a town called Bethlehem. Matthew 2, 9 through 10 says, after they had heard uh, the king, these were the wise men referencing here, they went on their way and the star they had seen when it rose went ahead of them until it stopped over the place where the child was. So here in the dark of a, a lightless world, God Cast a star into the sky to signal a new birth of great hope in the world. And these three magi, these three wise men, noticed the, the the light when everybody else around did not. And they followed the light until it shone over the birthplace of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. There they found him. And the scripture says. When they saw the star, they were overjoyed. Arise and shine, Isaiah 61 says, for your light has come. This is the story of Christ at Christmas. And the glory of the Lord rises upon you. The so So here's the picture I want you to have. We live in a world that is complete darkness. And a part of our insanity is that we call darkness light. We're going to unpack this later in the series. But... But in our darkness, a light has shined upon us. It is the light of Christ. And there is the possibilities of of our own answer to respond to the glory of God and of his love. We're not abandoned. We're not hopeless. Life can be better. We can move forward. There can be healing in, in the arms of God. Darkness covers the earth. Pain covers our lives. Thick darkness is over the people, so many confusing realities, so much fear in our culture. There is so much division in our nation, you know, still healing from so many scars in our world of racism and, 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 and so much fearfulness. It's all a part of this dark that we're choking on. Don't be a part of spreading the dark. Don't be a part of the division. Don't be a part of the hatred. And don't you dare, in the name of God, think that any political party is going to be the answer to your fears and the solution to your salvation. It's only Jesus. When they saw the star, they were overjoyed. You can be too. I can be too. I can live my life rejoicing always, living in continual contact in the footsteps of my Lord and Savior and, and giving thanks to him in all circumstances because his glory is shining in my life and illuminating all of the, the hardship of my world through this dark into his, his light-filled presence forever and forever and forevermore. So here's the movement of a life-changing salvation. And I wanna ask you, Which of these three needs to be your next step in life? To see the dark, to face the sin and the pain and the broken that you and I are denying in our lives. We're going to unpack this more next week, but to to, to see the darkness in your life. you, You recognize at some point the futility of trying to build a life in a world that you're going to die in. And and here's this offer of salvation in the forgiveness of Christ. And, and you now have a choice of whether or not you're gonna stay in the arrogance of your own life building, or you're gonna call to God and, and you're going to accept the gift of a way out of the dark. Isaiah 64, 6 is a, a beautiful passage that just so accurately describes the the futility of sin. And and it says, and all of us have become like one who's unclean. In other words, we've, you know, life has happened and and we've stepped in it and it's on us and and we are covered with with the the muck and the mire and and the sin and and the ugly of this world. And all our righteous acts are like filthy rags. We're we're at home in the dark. We all shrivel up like a leaf, and like the wind, our sin sweeps us away. Can you see the dark? Will you face the, the the darkness of your life? Some of the dark in our life is not a darkness we've chosen; it's a darkness that that we've experienced. It's a darkness that 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 has been inflicted upon us. Will you see the dark for what it is, and and will you? F- Face the dark, and 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 will you leave denial and all of the attempts to build your own life in this world without the light of, of the Christmas Christ? This darkness is a darkness we deny and minimize so that we don't have to respond and come near to Jesus. I I don't know where you are in your life. But I think it would be absurd to even ask this question I'm about to ask. Have you ever felt any pain? Have you ever felt alone? Have you ever felt unloved? Unworthy? Have you ever felt different, like you don't belong? Like there's something wrong with you? All of these things are a part of the the darkness of the air that we breathe. The whole world we live in is bathed in absolute death shadows of spiritual darkness. And that is why you are in the pain you are and why this world is the hard that it is. So can you see it? It shouldn't be that hard. Can you see the dark? Can you see your own sin? The second movement to life-changing salvation is to leave the dark, and this is harder than it than it seems. That we're going to talk about this next week. What this means is, is that that we get it. We believe what the scripture says, and when it says that there is a darkness covering the earth and my life and a thick darkness that it is it's over me, but now a light has shown in my life and 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 in the picture of. Christ, and in the picture of the glory of angels who, who appeared over the shepherds, there's this portrait of being in the dark and, and looking up to a light that, that not only saves it and leads, but it also makes me become something that I wasn't. I become light in the light. But this requires that I'm willing to leave some of the things I love in the dark. And the truth is for me, and the truth is for you. We love the dark, or at least some of it. But the problem with the dark is you can't make a deal with it. You can't bargain with it. You either live in it or you leave it. And if you live in it, it's because you love it. It, it's It's like the pain that is so familiar, you don't dare believe that, Anything else could be better or new or hopeful or alive. It's like the battered wife who will not leave the battering husband because it's the only thing she knows. Or the person who's, who's grown up in so much rejection that they will not accept the, the love and friendship of people around them because rejection is, is such a, a painfully familiar old friend that they're afraid to reach and believe and hope for anything else, anything more but you have to leave your dark. We know John 3.16 fairly well, for God so loved the world. This is the Christmas story that he gave his one and only son that whoever would believe in him in a whole life-changing way would not perish, would not die in the dark, but have everlasting life. John 3.19 is a little less known, but it is... it is offensive to me. It offends me because it it gets too close to home and to truth. And and the scripture in John 3.19 says this, and this is the verdict, that light has come into the world, but men, but we loved darkness because our deeds were evil. The movement of life-changing salvation is to see the dark, to, to understand finally why I and others are in the pain we are in due to our sin and separation from God. And in a world that has rejected relationship with God, if we've left the light, the only answer is, is the dark. And the second movement in this, this drama is to leave the dark, to turn desperately to Jesus and to follow him, out of our love for the dark and, and to allow the greater love of Christ uh, to be the, the the light that leads us forward and then the, the third movement is to light the night when we see the dark and the ugly and the empty and the pain that it is and will always continue to be when we when we hear the truth of scripture which says that the people walking in darkness, me through my life, my journey, my upbringing, um, I, you know, that's how I lived in darkness. But now I've seen a great life. Jesus has has dawned in my life, and now I've got to make a decision about Him. And 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 those living in the land of death shadows, a light shines over them. And now I, I've, I'm making this choice. I don't want to live in the dark anymore. I don't want to live without hope. I don't want to live without love. I don't want to live needy. I want to live needing God only. And in that freedom and in that transformation and in that salvation and born again experience of of walking into the light, I become the light. And now I get to light the night of a dark world. So let the glory of God make you the light of Christ. 2,000 years ago, a light from God filled the dark skies over Bethlehem. A child was born. But the wonder of the light in the, the the sky above a star was nothing compared to the surprise of a light given in the birth of a sun in the manger below the lesser light of that brilliant star revealed the greater light of a sun of a savior of our answer of your potential answer to the pain and the dark of of your walk through this world. A distant star revealed a nearer light, a light that is so near, the scripture says it's shining on you right now. You may not recognize it, but the glory of the Lord is actually shining on you right now. Look up, believe. It's it's so near each one of us. And beneath the light of a star on that, that night, hope was born into this world. And that hope is the only real answer to the pain and the darkness of your life and of my life. Isaiah 9.6 gave us our answer 2,800 years before we were born. For to us, a child is born. To us, a son is giving. And the governing of, of life will be on his shoulders. And he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. And of the greatness of his rule and his peace in life and time, there will be no end. And He will reign on David's throne over his kingdom, establishing and upholding it with justice and righteousness from that time on forever. And the zeal of the Lord, the passion of God will accomplish this. And that is the story of Christmas. So now you know why life is hard and why Christmas matters. The question is, can you see your own deep love for the darkness? And will you leave it for the love of Christ and follow Jesus with all of your heart to be the light in the night for the people all around you? I am the light of the world, Jesus said, and whoever follows me will not never walk in darkness, but they will have the light of life this Christmas season in a new and a passionate and an absolutely life-changing way. Will you agree to follow Jesus, to leave your dark and to be his light in this broken world?